Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to Modern Love. I'm Dr. Brenda Wade, your host, and of course, we're going to talk about modern love, maybe in a way you've never talked about it before, because right now we have so many people In the dating pool, the mating pool, even going through divorces who are older, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, beyond. Uh, I recently wrote a note uh, for the author of a book called Gray Divorce. We'll be probably talking to her soon. But today we're going to talk with Sharky Zartman, who is an expert on wellness, and she's going to talk about longevity advice for those who are in that pool that I talked about a moment ago, how to maintain healthy relationships no matter your age, how to keep your brain healthy, nutrition, all of that. And, hey, if you haven't reached 40 yet, you're going to learn something too. Because here at Modern Love, we know that it's important that we start learning the tools, learning how to be healthy, learning how to have a healthy relationship as early as possible. That's why this show exists, and that's why once a month I do a live, full-day intensive training here in our Modern Love Academy, and it's all about love this month because it's February. It's the month of love, so join me February 10th for a full-day training from 10 to 6 called Fire Up Your Love, Seven Steps to ignite your heart, and we're going to cover what it really takes to build a healthy relationship, and we mean body, emotions, mind, and spirit. We're going to talk to people who've been married for a very long time, those who are single and looking, those who are lonely, those who are swiping right, not getting results. All of it is up, and it's on the table on Saturday, and I promise you're going to walk away with seven steps that will make a big difference in your love life. So go to Eventbrite right this minute and grab a seat, and we will look forward to seeing you Saturday. Now, I want to thank all of you who send in the Dear Dr. Brenda questions. Keep them coming. We want to do everything we can to respond to you and be in a dialogue with you. So this week's question is, I'm going through a divorce. And I've decided not to date until it's final. I do this because I wouldn't want to date somebody who's married. I consider myself an attractive person, don't wear my ring, but nobody has approached me. And I realize that throughout my life, with my former husband and several boyfriends, I was the one that approached them and made the first move. I'm worried that when I'm ready to date, it won't happen. I understand that approaching a stranger can be difficult, but I'm beginning to take it personally. Please don't suggest going to activities outside the home to meet people. I work, I go to school full-time, and that's not an option. 
Well, guess what? Sorry and not sorry in Tulsa. Guess what? Sorry. If you're going to school and if you're working, you're already outside your home in a place where you can meet people. And I think it's important for you to practice those little flirtation skills. It's important for you to check yourself on whether you're putting out get the hence energy or come hither. Because if you want to start practicing getting attention but you're not ready to date, you might just be sending a mixed message. So here's what I suggest. Wherever you go, whether it's lunch, uh, during your work hours or going to school, just make eye contact and smile at anyone you encounter. That's the first signal that, hey, I'm here and it's okay to talk to me. The second thing is get very, very clear that you're going to be ready to have a conversation and have attention so you're not sending the mixed signal. And the third thing is once you are engaged in conversation, make it clear you're open to at least a friendship with that person because I really think those signals are crossed right now. Let me tell you a little more about our guest today. We have Sharky Zartman, who's the editor of a book called Empowered Aging, Expert Advice on Staying Healthy, Vital, and Active. It's a guide for people 40 and up who want to keep their bodies, their spirits, and their relationships and their sex lives humming as long as possible. And whether you're in that age group or not, Sharkey has recruited experts in their respective field who really, really, really know their stuff and can help you have your healthiest life as long as possible. Sharkey has degrees in kinesiology and instructional technology and is a professor of health and fitness. Welcome to the show, Sharkey. How are you? I'm great. Happy to be here, Brenda. Thank you. Now, tell me, what is it that got you interested in healthy aging and all the things that you've been working with? Well, I've always been an athlete, and um, when I was starting off playing sports, it wasn't, it wasn't common for women. That was when all the boys played and the girls were kind of tomboys if they played. And so I developed some skill sets and also mindsets when I played sports, and I was able to go to the top of my sport in volleyball. I was an All-American, was on the U.S. national team. And I think there's a lot of traits that we can learn from athletics because I think we all have an athlete inside of us that we can use for anything. And aging is one of those things in life that we're all going to get a chance to do if we're lucky. And so a lot of the empowerment things that we talk about in the book are things that athletes do. And I even have a doctor who was, who's the USA uh, women's volleyball national team, um, team doctor. And so oh, that's fantastic. So back up for a second. Now, early in your life you were an athlete, and you were thinking about how to keep your body healthy, of course, because that is what every athlete has to focus on. And it's something that we're all concerned about as well. Now, we're going to be talking about love as part of our conversation today. How does love fit into all this for you? Well, for me, when I was wanted to be an athlete, 
I wasn't very good at my sport, and I wanted to get better. And I found out that there was a coach at our school who he was a football coach, and he coached outside of the school, but he was really, really a hard coach. And people were telling me, you know, don't don't go see him. He's really, really tough, and, um, you know, he's just, you know, you, you'd never be able to play for him. But I did. I went and asked him. I wanted to be really good, and he said that if I got some girls together, he would coach me. Well, um, this is who ultimately I ended up marrying seven years ago. Oh, afterwards. you're kidding. No. <laughs> and he took he he actually took me from just a very green athlete and um you know taught me discipline um you know I you know was able to I had the passion but I just you know didn't have the discipline or the skills and so it was a long journey but you know I mean I made the national team I played for the first championship team at UCLA. I'm in the Hall of Fame for beach volleyball. And so your husband was the person who coached you to get you to this level yes, of excellence. Thing, and you've got yeah. an impressive resume there. I know I didn't let you get all the way through it, but you already said enough. It's very, very impressive. <laughs> so for, for seven years, he was your coach. Right. Is that right? Yes. And but then he was, when he, go I'm ahead. Sorry, you know I want the rest of the story. I know. Well, 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 you know, I have to be careful about this because people think when I say that I met him when I was in high school that there is something going on. Trust me, there's nothing going on for um, up to seven years. I had other boyfriends. He was just my coach. Um, but he was uh, – I, I really respected him. He's eight years older than me. And, um, you know, and, and we became friends. And he just, you know, just developed me as a – person as an athlete and so it wasn't until seven years after that I broke up with a boyfriend and he asked me out once and I thought it was just to have fun but he was starting to have feelings for me and out of the clear blue about two months after he took me out he asked me to marry him and I went no (laughs) (laughs) and you know we kept dating and he asked me again and I said no and then finally I realized, gosh, you know, this is a person I've had in my year, my life for seven years. He's a wonderful person. He's better than any boyfriend I ever had, you know. And so finally I asked And maturity him. does rate when it comes yes, to who's a good yes. partner. How long have you guys been together now? 42 years. Oh, get out. No, oh, I'm Oh, my God. Kidding. So there you go, everybody. It, it can work out when it's a marriage that seems unlikely. And 42 years later... Wowie zowie. So now, from your position as an athlete and being married to a guy who was your coach for 42 years, you must have put together a lot of conversations about health and wellness and this process that we call aging. Right, right. Well, obviously, aging is a challenge. I mean, I don't mean to, you know, say, hey, this is something that's, you know, easy to go through. It's not. It's hard. There's a lot of things that we come up against. And But what I'm seeing right now, and I don't know if you're seeing it too, Brenda, is a lot of people just giving up when they get to be a certain age. They just look at our society, and we have a paradigm that, you know, people well, are Well, we have a mindset, find. and I'm going to come down yeah. with both feet. For anybody who wants to know what I consider to be a great secret, and I want to hear more about your secret, Sharky, and that is to hold yourself 
and hold your body with the mindset that I am, and this is an affirmation, we always start with I am, I am living my healthiest life ever. And keep holding that. I'm living my healthiest life and do all the things that I know Sharky is going to be advising us to do. And, you know, when people come to me, they'll say, well, Dr. Brenda, you know, how do I really, really do the best job I can taking care of myself? And I always say it starts with your mind. It It starts with you being willing to cultivate an attitude that is youthful and to hold on to because the research is in everybody, whether we like it or not, what we project with our mind determines what happens to the body, happens to our feelings, happens to our mental, whether we have a positive attitude or a negative attitude. It affects our relationships. It affects everything. That's what the whole field of cognitive psychology is about. And when Aaron Beck first developed that field, he was the doctor who found a negative attitude can lead to anxiety and depression, whereas a positive attitude is a cure. So hold on to that. So, Sharky, what is your best advice for people who really want to have that long, healthy life? Well, I think I go back to being the athlete. Whenever I went out on the court, I always expected to win. I mean, I never thought about losing when I was out there. And so you always have, you know, positive expectations and you control what you can control and you don't worry about what you can't. And I think that's really important for us to to have that kind of can-do attitude. I mean, we're going to, like I said, we're going to have challenges along the way. But, um, you know, if There's we want to There's no good game if there aren't challenges. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, so we just have to keep, you know, focused on on the goal. What do we really want? I think we want a vital life all the way to the end. That's what we all want, right? Yes, you bet. So well, that's for my, you, when you talk about attitude and you have that can, can do, I expect to win attitude, you're already saying use the power of your mind to impact your emotions and your body. So I'm on that page. Now, you also have some really specific things like a test to detect if there's a silent heart disease at work. What is the test? Because this is great well, to do some prevention, everybody. Right. We had I had a woman on my show. Her name's Valerie Dupree, and she um, her husband died suddenly of a heart attack, and he did not have any risk factors. He ate healthy. He um, worked out. He didn't smoke. And one day he just went out, you know, and was doing some regular activity. And he dropped dead of a heart attack. And so she she decided to do some research because you know I mean what's going on and why wasn't this detected you know we have mammograms we have colonoscopies but we don't have a simple test to detect heart disease and so she's trying to get out there she is the founder of no more broken hearts and she's trying to get the word out for people especially in their 40s what, yeah what's the test how do people detect that yeah it's it's just it's just like it's just like a mammogram Okay, I mean it's not invasive at all. It's it's called a um, coronary artery calcium scan, and um, it detects whether there's plaque in your coronary arteries, and it's not expensive. 
it's um, maybe $100, and um, it doesn't take long. And it's meant to be a baseline test, you know, so if something were to occur, they have a Wait, so everybody, you want to look for the coronary artery scan test. I'm sure you can go online and find out where you can get the test. So what are the other holistic strategies that you recommend? Because we want to get as much information from you and as we can in this short period of time, Sharky. So what what about people, a lot of people are concerned about keeping their brains healthy. What do you recommend for that? For, you know, brain health, we've been focusing so much on, you know, learning new skills and um, keeping the brain active in terms of, you know, cognitive. But there's a lot of new research out there that is saying now exercise Exercise, especially high-intensity exercise, actually stimulates neurogenesis. And neurogenesis is actually when the brain cells can regenerate. And so this is relatively new research. And what it does is that it makes this more of a mind-body approach to brain health. So it's no longer just, you know, learning new things and doing crossword puzzles, but it's actually getting out and exercising uh, for our brains. I mean, we usually think about doing that for our hearts and our muscles, but this is for your brain. Wow, that sounds great. And it makes sense because you're oxygenating your whole body and the brain responds tremendously to that kind of oxygenation. And it does start moving the neural tissue into you know, a rejuvenation pattern. And that does work because those cells can I don't want to use the word rejuvenate, it's not medical, but it does encourage the brain to stay very healthy. And hits high-intensity high intervals, you can do those just walk, run in place for a minute or two, right. walk, run in place. It's very, very easy to do that. Now, what about new advances for people keeping their joints healthy? Well, I have a doctor who has operated on my right knee three times, <laughs> and so um, he is very up-to-date on some of these new things that they're doing. And I just had the stem cell injections about four weeks ago mm-hmm. because I have very little cartilage in my knees from all the so jumping from volleyball. Now, for those who don't know about stem cell injection, explain why that works because that's a really new, wonderful science that takes advantage of what we know about stem cells impacting telomeres. Right. Well, stem cells are undifferentiated cells, and um, they come from various sources, and these come from the umbilical cords of um, women when they deliver their babies. And so they they are harvested, and um, they can be used for other things. But in terms of joint health, because stem cells can become any other tissue, you know, up there, you know, depending upon where they go into the body. And so um, my, in my knees, I have very little cartilage, and so I'm, I'm hoping that the stem cells will start regenerating some of that cartilage. And I had them on both knees, and I now, think so for other Now, this is if you've got an issue, but what are some of the things that would prevent issues with joints? Got any tips on that? Uh, well, arthritis, obviously, is a problem with joints, okay? But um, how do we prevent it? We're really, if you can, give, give people some tips on what do you do before you get there? Do you keep those joints well, as healthy as possible? Yeah, I think that um, what we need to do is really keep the joints moving, 
and um, not sit for too long of periods of time. We need to keep the joints going through their range of motion without pounding the joints, especially as we get older. And so people who are jumping and running on hard surfaces, unless they have very healthy knees and a lot of good cartilage, that's not good because that so is... this is where something like using an elliptical machine exactly. or something where you get the movement of the joint without having the pounding. Okay, now what about muscle and improving balance? Well, with um, muscle, resistance training is a must. I, I see so many people who get older who who no longer have mobility because they've lost muscle mass. And as you know, you lose muscle mass if you don't use it. And right, so, and you also lose bone. You know, they did a study uh, right. measuring the the serving arm of women tennis pros and some champions. Uh, I think one of the Williams sisters was in the study, and they found that she had 33% more bone in her serving arm because she had a lot more muscle in that serving arm. So this is especially important for women to retain bone mass. You've got to have muscle mass. Now let's talk about sex. Okay. What are the tips to keep, <laughs> keep your sex life hot and juicy at any age, Sharky? What do you got? Well, I think that um, sex, I think a lot of times people get too mechanical with sex. It's kind of like we've got to do this for so long, and I've got to do this, and you've got to do that. You know, it's like we've, 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 we've made it so it's no fun anymore. I mean, there's so many expectations as to what it's supposed to be like. And I think that if we just throw those expectations out and just um, be loving with our partners, you know, as women, I think women – um, what what we want from men is to feel desirable and attractive. And I think men, you know, really want to feel, you know, welcome. You know, I mean, when it comes to having, having you know, your your sexual relationships and, you know, closeness like that, you know, just, just having th- those kinds of feelings towards each other, everything else kind of falls into place. And I also yeah. want to say, if you are in a same-gender marriage, this holds true. Everyone wants to feel desired. Everyone wants to feel appealing. Everyone wants to feel cared for because, again, you guys, you know what a geek I am. I stand on the science. When you feel desired and desirable, that is a huge turn-on, whether you're same-gender relationship, whether you're heterosexual relationship, it doesn't matter. Everyone wants to feel that turn-on of, oh, you mean me? Remember, I don't know if any of you remember that famous scene with uh, Shirley MacLaine and, um, oh, God, the movie, uh, oh, dear, 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 he's running for president, but he's actually, it's Peter Sellers, the famous oh, scene where okay. she, she says, oh, you're interested in me, and he's actually looking at television, and he says, yeah, I like to watch, and she has this amazing sexual escapade all by herself and has a great orgasm, and he's oh, watching yeah, television. yeah. So it's just the idea that he found her desirable in her mind, even though he's watching TV, not her. So everything we can do to make ourselves feel desirable I think is important. And having the attitude, because I've talked to any number of people who said, eh, you know, I don't know if I've really got it anymore. If you don't think you've got it, nobody else will. So do what you need to do to feel like you've got it work out, do all the things Sharky has recommended, have a positive attitude, and 
keep your engine running, very important that you have sexual pleasure, sensual pleasure with your partner, with yourself, but keep the engine running because it's hard to go from zero to 100 if you're not staying in that sensual space. Sharky, what else would you say about relationships for people? How is it after 42 years? Well, the relationships are, um, you know, obviously they're tricky. But one of one of the best things that I learned about um, being married for so long is to accept your partner for who he or she is. Don't try to change that person. Um, you were attracted to that person for a reason. They, they're not a project to change. And like with my husband, he's brutally honest. I mean, if I want to know <laughs> what's real, I'll ask him, you know, to tell me the truth. And he always will. But sometimes that's really annoying, too, you know. Yeah, well, I always say truth without love can be brutality. So if you're going to tell the truth to somebody, everybody, please add love and compassion to that message. Sharky, you have shared so much with us. It's so valuable. We have just a few seconds left. What do you want to leave us with? I just want to leave everyone with, you know, the idea that life is worth living at any age, but we can't take it for granted. We have to get out there and we have to, you know, just, you know, just enjoy life, but we also have to make sure we take good care of our bodies, our minds, and our spirits. Beautiful. Now, Sharky, what's your website? How can people get in touch with you? It's just my name, Sharky Zartman, S-H-A-R-K-I-E-Z as in zebra, A-R-T-M-A-N.com. Okay, and the book that she edited is called Empowered Aging, colon, Expert Advice on Staying Healthy, Vital, and Active. All right, everyone, thank you so much, Sharky, for being with us. Huge thank you to our executive producer, LeGron Green. Big thank you to our associate producer, Cliff Dunning, and to all of you modern lovers. Age is just a number. Get out there and have fun. All right, blessings. And, oh, join me. Get to Eventbrite right now. Join me Saturday, 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 February 10th. For Fire Up Your Love, Seven Steps to Ignite Your Heart. You will be very happy that you came. Good night.